Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey fam, this is Tilly. I like beans. I do like a Woody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Levens. Me, Angus. And uh, strap yourselves in. We've got one hour of just incredible podcasting. Or um, well, two hours if you're a little uh, less stingier than the... Uh, that's true. Than one, the uh, one hour folk. One, one, regu- one hour of regular plebby Hey Fam. Mm. And then uh, another hour of, of ultimate deluxe uh, expensive... Switch edition. Uh, truffle coated. <laughs> it's, pl- it's not a port to the Switch. It's made... From, I don't know why I said that. We're just talking about Switch games. You've got Switch on the mind. I have. You've got Switch. Actually, you've got Switch on the mind and surprisingly not in your hand. Oh, at fucking hell, bro. My, I like, you know when you buy a new game and um, the, the Nintendo Switch clock doesn't tell you. Like you, have to, you have to have played the game for 10 days before yeah. it tells yeah, you yeah, how, yeah. how many hours you've been playing it for. Yep. Um, it, it only says like started playing it five, five days, days ago. ago six days, yeah. So I've been playing a game that doesn't come out until next week. I got an earlier next review code. Yeah. Re- review code for Blasphemous, mm. um, which is being published by uh, Team Seventeen, the Worms and Overcooked guys. Yeah, um, but it's like a, it's the most me shit ever. It's like it's All a, right. pixel art check, pixel art Metroidvania, <laughs> Metroidvania check. That's, that's it. That's a that's like, all you need. Yeah, a, a, like a, a very very all Evans knows. But it's is like also like it's a it's hot chip <laughs> pixel art Metroidvania <laughs> DJ nights, and uh, it's it's all like and be bisexual Spanish Catholic Gothic themed. Mm. Like and you play like the penitent one, and you have to like instead whenever you die, instead of leaving your soul behind, like in Hollow Knight, mm. you leave behind your guilt, and you have to go. Damn, that visit, is heavy. Go back to where you've died, and then reclaim your guilt. Very, very, uh, yeah, heavy tones there. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I was looking forward to this game, yeah. and then um, I I think it could be my game of the year. I can't go into it too too much because there's an embargo. But yeah. um, let me just say I've, I I've lost a lot of sleep yeah. playing this game, and I'm worried that when I finally do uh, get the play count, I think it'll say like 30 hours already. Already, yeah, yeah. that's I, fucking. Bonkers. I started playing it on Friday. It's Wednesday now. That's mental. <laughs> um, this is and this is why you have an independent video game podcast. That's isn't right. It? Two of them. <laughs> I miss the AAA. You know, I'm all about uh, the Fast and Furious that's of true. video gaming, and you're more about the. The Joker of video gaming, I think. The lower budget, <laughs> CG-less. Uh, <laughs> we are going to be talking about Joker, but first, yeah. uh, you finished uh, one of those AAA games you were just talking about. I missed the AAA, man. Mr. AAA over here. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, How many millions went into your game? Oh, no. You're an indie <laughs> company where you abuse half your staff? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to support you. I want my money to go to 
Japanese people with big worth ethic who it is an who, abuse who in their al- country but they're not allowed to see their family yeah but it's part of the deal it's, it's fine it's part they, of the deal of being Japanese they signed on to this when they decided to be a monocultural <laughs> uh, superpower of video gaming actually I think I've only played Japanese games this, the last That's, I feel <laughs> like Final like Fantasy 7 Fire Emblem we've really embraced our weeb shit this year well maybe I've always been there and I think you're now embracing it more openly. Yeah, definitely. I've yeah. been you, you, you've you've seen my house. Yeah, totally. This it's, is this has been the year of you me have to just bow being a, manga, a manga boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a year of you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a big weeb year for the the podcast. I think mm. you've um you you've dialed back your American comics, haven't you? Yeah, and it feels good. Yeah, it's it ain't all that. Yeah, again, I think I told you this. Sorry, sorry to our American listeners, but make better art. Yeah, I, I just got tired of superhero comics. There was a period where you and I were going ham. Yeah, totally. And I was just like, I, I dipped out for like six months for financial reasons. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's just, I see how it goes. Like every three months, a big event. Like, Yeah, I mean, there's still definitely There's good runs and there's good there, people. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, yeah, I can't do this right now in my life. Like, unless I was being supplied them to review that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like... Well, you read, you, read, you read a manga series and there's no risk of it suddenly, like the plot being taking a left turn because they need to tie into the big summer event. Totally. Whereas and it's constantly usually the same noise. writer and illustrator or both most of the time yeah, totally. for the whole run. Or and I just, just the one dude doing both. That, well, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. For the whole run, it's like the, the guy doing... They get one week off a year. To have a, to start a family. <laughs> yeah, and Shonen then, Jump doesn't come out one week a year. It was like a few weeks ago. And the internet's like, oh, fuck you. Incredible. But like the like the owner of Shonen Jump is like, rest up, manga cars. They like, know what they're getting one into. one week off yeah, a year. They, I mean, they sign up for this. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I... um, It's... it's I don't know. Maybe it's it seems more... I, I'm always a fan of creator-owned stories, you know? I don't know if Shonen pays for it, but... It's someone's vision. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah get that. It's yeah. somebody's, you know. I mean, look at One Piece. It's been going for, what, 20 years? 20-something years? Yeah. One guy. One dude. That's insane. Yeah. And it's yeah. The, it's the, the greatest thing I've ever read. Or, that know, doesn't really... I mean, yeah, that doesn't really... Ha- I mean, JoJo actually is the longest-running creator-owned... I know there's another one that's, like, more of a strip format. Like, it's been running for, right. for like, 30-something right, right. years I think now, JoJo's, yeah. like, second then or something. Yeah, I yeah. Reading. It's not pretty yeah. high up there. I don't know. Yeah, I just... I kind of fell off... It was the events that were killing me, and like you need to read sixteen of the. It was like um, the video, the mobile games we hate, where it's like rich crystal recharges. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like Spider-Man's you don't have to tired, do this. But if you spend an extra two ninety nine yeah. this month, but if you he'll read be able to do X Men Red, you'll yeah. find out why he wore he he went left in the issue uh, from this month instead of right. So weird. Yeah, it is fun watching. Um, new creators play around with like the tools in the Marvel, mm. you know, toy box or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Who keeps tools in the toy box? Tim Allen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where's my vibrator, Tim? This is a um Do you a don't drill. know the names of any <laughs> no, that's Jill. You desperately searching for the name of a This of is a, my drill. <laughs> and he was, uh-huh. was his wasn't his name his wife's name Jill? That's what I said. That was yeah, Jill. Drill, Jill. Yeah. Dr- yeah uh, Jill Bit Taylor. <laughs> that should have been her name. Yeah, that's great. What was that movie about? It was about Home Improvement Owen Wilson movie? doing no, Drillbit Taylor is like a movie starring Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, he was. I like mean, a... Jillbit Taylor is a it should have been a nice one, <laughs> nice little tie in there. Too bad the series ended before that movie came out. You know the um, the theme song to Home Improvement? Of course I do. I, 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 I've I've died. I've I've come close to death several times, and that's what you hear. <laughs> um, you know, Get Off by Prince. Get yeah. off. Same song. 
Legitimately? Yeah, if you listen to those songs, they had like the exact... Is this one of those Prince wrote the Home Improvement song like Michael Jackson did the Sonic 3 soundtrack? Is this some kind of... <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe, maybe. Dig him up and ask him, I reckon. I bet you No, they're have. both dead, dude. <laughs> um, all right, Home Improvement theme, let's go. Such a good opening uh, theme song and subsequent Shut the fuck up. Animation. Shut the fuck up. Beautiful. All right. So that's everyone knows the home improvement theme. Let's hear Get Off by Prince and the New Power Generation. It's even got the whistle noise. You ready? Incredible. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. An- another one, um, my favorite thing to do is, um, you know, Don't You Want Me by the Human League. Mm, I don't know it just by name. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's what, what era is this? This is like 80s. I was like a baby. Okay. Big banger. <clears throat> Dun, 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 I don't dun, know it. You'll know. You'll know it. Oh, will I? Oh, will I? <laughs> I don't know it. All oh, right. It's like it's like don't you want me, baby? They keep going. Well, so like, just like I reckon, Prince get off. Yeah, is home um, improvement. Let's let's hear the first that last ten seconds again. Mm. I was I'm, like a baby. I'm, I'm gonna do another theme song. Are you ready? Yeah. It's good shit. We're gonna get sued for this. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. That's a, I could see what's going on there, but I think that's yeah. a stretch. That's okay. just that's more like <laughs> it's the, the right amount of syllables. Yeah. Right. I think, and you're just like filling that in there. Fran Fine ripped off the human. That's league. more like that's like very '60s style theme song, isn't it? She the was nanny, working in the, the music, like yeah, yeah. show tune style. Sub and and the animation. I used to be so bummed as a kid. I remember like seeing the opening credits to Bewitched and I Dream of Jenny. Oh, me too. And then totally. I remember going like, oh, this like, is yeah, a cartoon. Great. Yeah, fucking hell. Same with the Pink Panther and shit. When I was a kid, I was like, what the fuck? They've got these amazing animated sequences but they've got these like just everything looks brown in those shows you know yeah, like yeah, totally. the carpet the suits they're wearing the hair not the people they're always white <laughs> but i mean everything was just brown and i remember being, it was so dry and boring i See, think if, i got into bewitched though when i was like 10 or something Bewi- uh, yeah bewitched is the much better show than i dream of genie like yeah. i dream of genie the guy just owns a woman who will do whatever he, she want, he absolutely. wants absolutely whereas bewitched yeah. is like my husband, the whole family's My magic. husband is a dumbass yeah. And he's the only one in My, my husband Darren's a dickhead And we all do the nose thing Yeah yeah Didn't they, There was a movie recently With Nicole Kidman And she played Is it Samantha? Is that the witch? I don't know Wasn't Yeah it wasn't it Will wasn't, Ferrell was in it But I think they did that thing Where it's like It's a movie And they're making a movie About Bewitched But she's actually magic Which seems so complicated But the, the girl from Bewitched Was magic She was a witch yeah, but in the, they take it one step further in Bewitched, where I think Nicole Kidman's an actor in it, p- doing a 
TV show called Bewitched, but she's actually got magic. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> it just seems like an extra layer that doesn't need a... 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Let's, 24% let's on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, movie star Jack Wyatt, played by Will Ferrell, has hit a rough patch in his career. Looking to make a comeback, he signs on to play the role of Darren in a movie version of the popular 1960s sitcom Bewitched. Jack insists that an unknown is hired to play Darren's better half, the be- begui- Beguiling. Begui- yeah, whatever. Begui- <laughs> which- she stars in a movie called The Beguiled. Oh, right. Which housewife Samantha. So the studio finds an up-and-coming, up-and-comer named Isabel Bigelow. No relation Male, to Male, no, female. <laughs> um, once shooting begins, though, Jack learns that Isabel was cast too well, since she actually is a witch. I assume this is a horror movie? Uh, no, you yeah. would. It's... it's um. <laughs> It was a dumbass, like, goofy rom-com, right? Yeah, yeah, it just seems too complicated. Pretty good. Um, like, just do a remake. Nicole Kidman, Will Ferrell, Shirley MacLaine, Michael Caine, and Jason Schwartzman. It just seems a little too busy. Like, just do Bewitched. Because I mean, it relies we, we, on you. We all have to do, like, those meta remakes. Who's this of, for, though? Like, it relies on people knowing it's Bewitched. It's for my mum. Yeah. So, so Stephen Colbert, I guess Steve Carell. David Alan Greer. I guess kids had Harry Potter or something if they wanted magic, huh? I mean, they're not going to do a, a remake of Bewitched for kids, are they? Sabrina, I guess. Yeah. I guess even you could argue Twilight is kind of. Well, the wit- that's if you, if you, if you did a, But if you did like a Twilight adjacent Bewitched. Like no, you'd, you'd go to like Riverdale, it, which they did with Sabrina, you know, like yeah. repurpose that shit. You know, I was thinking the other day, um, Netflix made I don't, actually i don't know if they mm. does, does riverdale air in, on netflix in the states or is that just no Australia? i think that's one of those i thought they weird ass i was about i go i was like because if netflix owned the rights to punisher and riverdale at the same time, <laughs> oh yeah they could do archie versus punisher that would have been so that was it te- was it a team up or verse uh it was a it's like a well, yeah, team One up up. i guess yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, but they do own netflix makes sabrina which is in the same universe yeah as riverdale i watch neither but apparently sabrina is pretty good oh yeah um, it was based on a pretty good horror. Oh, yeah. What is it? The What of Sabrina? The, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. That shit is right. good. That's a good comic. Cats. Yep. No. Kitty Chaos. Cats. It spells C-A-O-S. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh. Chaos. Kind of. There's no H. Yeah. They always spell chaos wrong in things, don't they? Was that the villain in K-A-O-S. Get Smart? Chaos? No. What, what, is it? What's chaos? chaos a villain in? Was K-O-O-S. It Inspector Gadget. It's a great review. Making all these leaves. I know why I said that. They're both the same actors. Um, I'm not talking about... Fiction. Chaos. chaos. Yeah, you're right. Get Smart. Yeah, I knew the that. Fictional, Boom. A, yeah, yeah. He's done it again. Now, I like Get Smart. I watched dun, that shit as a kid. Dun, yeah, that was dun, very... Dun, that, that was a good show, right? Is it Mel Brooks did that, yeah? I yeah, mean, it was funny. Like he was Don. He was, he was the voice of Inspector Gadget. Yeah, that's why I made that leap. Yeah. Inspector Gadget's mad. Yes. Yeah. Um, Fuck! They should really Disney Plus need to. Did Disney still have the rights to Inspector Gadget after we did that deep dive on the sequel? I've watched that movie recently. Get Maddie Broderick back. Do <laughs> a fucking do? Disney he... Plus series like reboot, but star him. Some legacy sequel shit. How good would that be? Yeah, but don't like start with that movie where he's in a car accident. No, make a cartoon. Don't don't make a live action. Yeah, make a cartoon. Make a cartoon. But they they are one. There's a shitty CG one. Where yeah, like, don't, don't I'll make a problem. Like, like, we just brains, the, brains probably adopted, like rescue. You know, it's very now. <laughs> we just watched the um the latest trailer for the new Jendi Tartakovsky uh the two Adult Swim series. <laughs> Adult Swim 3D series. Popeye. <laughs> no, and two three, two Jendis. Um, is this and uh, Hotel Transylvania? Yeah. Uh, so Jendi Tartakovsky, he did Clone Wars the first 
the clone. What's his? What was his one? He did the Star Wars show. Um, he did the Clone Wars, the he original two D one, which is no longer canon, um, which is fine. But uh, he's you know he also he was meant to do pop a Popeye remake. He which did an amazing trailer terrific. for that. Uh, yeah. Samurai Jack is him. Samurai Jack um, uh, also did the Hotel Transylvania saga, which uh, I guess is a huge fan of. Uh, saw the first one or two? No, I saw the first one, two. Maybe no, I saw the first one. Big Adam Sandler. What was the vacation called? It, summer vac- it was just called Summer Vacation, wasn't it? Until <laughs> Transylvania 3. But he has a new uh, series. I think it's like five episodes that he's doing yeah. for Adult Swim. I hope there's no dialogue in it. Called Primal, and it's like a caveman show. Mm, um, that's cool. It looks so fucking good. That looks trailer, like that, uh, just seeing that two-day city animation, it's so brutal and gory. Primal. That, uh, Far Cry Primal. Yeah, right. I didn't play it. Did you end up finishing Far Cry last year? I finished Far Five. five. Yeah, yeah right. Five was sick. Yeah, I, right. I, I I thought Five was fun, man. I, I had a real yeah. Ball me too. I just like yeah, but it's not my. I didn't play the sequel. I have it, but I didn't play the sequel. Wasn't pixel art. Wasn't Metroidvania. Was it? It didn't eat hot chip. Didn't eat hot chip. Not bisexual and didn't abuse their stuff. And if they did, we didn't care because it's from one of the big guys. <laughs> we don't care when you're you're like locked away from your family if it's a big guy. It's only uh, when you're indie. What, what came out this week? There's some story about chucklefish oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's a few bad ones. Like the oh, there's like nine in a row. They're like, oh, this guy killed himself and he was also an abuser. Yeah, the guy from Nine in the Woods. So glad I didn't play that now. <laughs> I'm gonna download I mean, it. There's still so many good people that work on these games. That's why it's so tragic when it happens. Obviously, you know the abuse mm. is tragic too. But like, it is. It sucks sometimes if to have like this shitty What's guy. What's the chucklefish one? Uh, hired and abused stuff. Abuse um, how? Psychological, uh, a, a bit of all of the sexual, above. I reckon. Just, I don't think sexual in this case, but I could be wrong. Yeah, they, wow. you, all these stories blur into one. They're so fucking. Is this Gamergate? Is this is this a new Gamergate? No, this is like you Indie know, Gate. Like I think it is often like you know, you, you, what, so, someone comes out and 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 says some horrible thing that happened to them and yeah. inspires others it to tell their story the, too. I believe that happened a few years ago with uh, the Me Too movement. That's right. Um, why is it? Why this is it happening in indie shit? Is it because they're not as regulated as like a big company? I mean, I think it is, it's the it's the it's the turn of the tide, I guess. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, again, so I basically, want to, I just want to reiterate what an amazing review of Fire Emblem this is, this has been so far. Yeah, um, I think that's but, is that the problem. They're not as well. I mean, like, regulated or some game shit. making is such a dude. Anything that's like a really really dude heavy industry. No, it, no, the entertainment industry. Yeah, for let's sure. be honest. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's but run like, by fellas. I think that's where you're gonna. Find, and obviously, like you know, like non entertainment industries, like anything where it's all all male CEOs, and then mm. like you have, I'm sure tech. There's, oh, it's basically every. Yeah, every field of work, and I mean, so like in order, in order for this shit to actually properly change, this, these things need to be called out. Yeah, in order for people to like, mm. not, like often it is just like people going like, "Oh shit, that's not too different to how I treated a girl a few years ago." I need to never do that again. Yeah, and like that's how. Well, people just going, "Oh, this is the too. norm," and then having it pointed out to them that it's not, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's actually shit." Like, why am I going through with that? Yes. Anyway, those are the games I play. Angus, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, mm. no abuse. Well, um, what, what drew you to this? No, game? there is abuse in the game. I <laughs> right. guess. I mean, your you kids. Like, you like, the you the like whole game is about in, systematic in abuse. There's yeah, a church. True. There's you know my views on the church. Um, uh, I saw a great tweet about Fire Emblem yesterday, and it was like, um, the, the kids are so savage. Imagine like dying due to getting hit by a, a, an arrow to the head and then your, your last words are here you hear a kid yelling out nice one <laughs> <laughs> yeah they are little stinkers um yeah i finished fire emblem three houses a game that i was like oh that looks interesting when it was announced and shit but a game that i, I got wholly obsessed with is it your game of the year th- th- thus far uh yeah but it won't be because of death stranding by default it has to be <laughs> even if it's terrible it's 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 it won't be terrible, 
it'll be extremely different to what anyone's played. I think it's going to be pretty misunderstood. It, yeah. The hype is too big now, like it's too far to go back. But I love that he's like one up, like you know, the, the, the female character in the last game he made was called Quiet, and now he has one called Fragile and one called uh, Mama. Mama. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's it's him. Yeah. He's, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's he's so fun. I'm I, not, not going to get away with any criticism of this game when it comes out. Am I? I just think uh, this 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 sounds parodable, but I don't think it should be reviewed just as a game when it comes out. Okay, I think it's going to be something bigger. I think it's it's a new genre of game, so there's nothing to really compare it to fairly. I think it's not like you can compare Rainbow Six to a Metal Gear Solid <laughs> as much as Tom Clancy's Ghost would want you to. Um, I never played a Rainbow Six game. I just saw them as Metal Gear Solid clones, right? Disrespectful American Metal Gear Solid clones. It's cool when a Are they someone from the east. They, it's cool they, when someone from the they, east they attempts to do like a. This is what the West must be like. You know, he's weird Western. Yeah, fetishism. Well, he, Metal Gear is just like bizarre, but like, that's why it's American so great because it's movies, so strange. Yeah. It's such a weird filter. That's kind of like like we were playing Metal Gear. Sorry, what's it called? Metal Wolf Chaos. Oh yeah, the same thing applied. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just a weird lens applied to what somebody is assuming American culture must be like. But I, I think this is the first Strand game as far as I'm aware. I'd love it if someone comes out and is like, I actually made a Strand game 13 years ago and I'm going to sue Hideo Kojima. <laughs> but this is the first social Strand game. So I think it must be treated as... I think it should be treated as such. Yeah, but also, it's sure. going to be mean, like... It's c- going to be bigger than a video game. Like, people... I mean, remember like the New Yorker and shit covered him being fired from Konami. More people... The I worry pro- that's going to be negative on the game. Though. Well, that's what I think. I'm, I worry that there is such interest in this game outside of the realm of video games and video game journalism. Or maybe for better or for worse. I'm not afraid of that, actually. I'm not scared of anything. Like, I hope it's just a game. But it's not. It's already yeah, right. not. It's already, it's already not. Look at the way this thing's been marketed. Look at the way this thing's been treated. Uh, it's already been so memed by mainstream culture. Yeah. I, I'm just so... It's probably the last of its type, I think. The first and the last of its life. Not genre-wise. I'm just like, it is pretty... There's no game designer like him with this much... Metal Gear Solid just turned 21 today, actually, the first one. Like, there's no one with this precedented amount of AAA history behind them who's now an independent game mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's impossible for this to happen again. Imagine if Miyamoto left Nintendo and made a game in five years. Yeah, sure. It would be like that, I think. It just won't happen. There's no one else that could do this. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. That's with you what I mean. It's regard, kind of, and yeah. I think but because I, I, indie so games are so isn't. big now, and like AAA games are getting fewer and fewer, or less adventurous, as they're just like recycled updates every year, like your Fifas or or it's your, a game that you ne- you know essentially never stop playing. Totally, it's a, you know, or it's a pay for play. Yeah, yeah, I think this is like could be the start of auteur, you know, game making really getting money behind it and people backing ideas that they normally wouldn't have like silent hills or something like that or the last of its type yeah right that's what i think i think that's what this has got like it's got a lot of pressure on it being that it's just the next game from hideo kojima that's like already so confusing and so bonkers but so star-studded and obviously so expensive and like already adored by millions who haven't played it yet it's impossible. It's like the perfect storm. There's no one else like him who could whip out a game right now and go, this is important because, they're not, you know, they're all like, they all work for publishers. I mean, like, he's just got that amazing arc. Yeah, totally. But I think it could be sick if it proves to be successful. 
if it proves that people are into this, if it makes a certain amount of money it needs to or gets the right amount of criticism it needs to get, like, favorable criticism, that games like PT or Silent Hills or whatever will be funded easily. And not, like, you know, those stories about games that looked amazing, but it was like, oh, we pulled the plug because it was too risky. I hope it opens up the um, the idea to, like, risky AAA games. Yeah, I, I kind of hope, like, so this week, <clears throat> you know, they opened the floodgates and they allowed all of the uh, reviews for Joker to go out a month before the film comes Which out. Which is insane. Very weird. I mean, it, I mean, it a big was show of confidence. Huge but... on Warner Brothers' part, basically debuting it at two or three international film festivals, which is unheard of for what is, I guess... Cool. Wait, what is it? What is for all intents and purposes a comic book movie? I hope like Civil War is not launching it. Like TIFF, you know no, what totally. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 We'll get into this yeah. later, but I hope that uh, Death Stranding like doesn't let anyone review it early. I would love for everyone in the world to be playing it at the same time. It would be so good. I, I, yeah, who knows? It's, it's all marketing. I mean, it is extremely interesting that Embargo was lifted so early on Joker, mm. which you know usually the rule is if Embargo is not lifted, it's sometimes a generally a bad thing when it's like reviews can't be out until the day. It's yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. But to, to go out so brazenly a month ahead or so of general releases or even longer, it's, it's crazy. So we'll talk about Joker in a minute. Before we do that, have you got any final Fire thoughts on Fire Emblem? Man, what a fucking others? game. I'd never played a Fire Emblem game before. Mm-hmm. I mocked their many, many characters, characters in, Smash. in Smash that meant nothing to me. So now that you've played a Fire Emblem game, would you like one of the... Would you like Bileth or what? Sorry, Fuck Bi- yeah. Byleth was uh, I wish I, I don't really like Byleth. I, I called mine Angus. I called mine Bilev. That's nice. That's very good. <laughs> I, I didn't have that flexibility uh, <laughs> with the name and the uh, you know English alphabet, sadly. But yeah, Byleth, not so much. Kind of annoying. Like, I, I would love if you could be the house leaders. Yep. Claude... Well, I was an Edelgard, but then if you could be Claude and Dimitri. Dimitri sucks, whatever. Come at me. I just don't like Dimitri. He's a blonde one? Well, I had to fight him in my story. He was like the big bad. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. And I fought him and I won. Excellent. Was he the second? No, he was the second big bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the second to last. Okay, shut up. <laughs> well, it might be different for you. Right, okay, Given your root. Yeah. Like, it depends on a bunch of choices you make, what happens. Yeah, well, I'm a girl, so I can't root the same people that you rooted, so... No, you can't, which is interesting. I think I can root Edelgard. So I'll... I think you can root a few people. I think it opens up some rooting options, but they're not as frivolous or as, um, yeah, many as my options. As yeah, because it's revealed at the end of Fire Emblem Three Houses that it's a, it's a hill there song. Are, it's a hill song church. Yeah. Bieber's there performing. Gloria Jeans are just in the background, just <laughs> yeah. cranking out coffers. Um, yeah, Fella Emblem. I'm playing Fella Emblem. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Three houses, you know what's up. But yeah, man, I had a ball. What a game! I had, it's a, it's a game that's like, you know, they're, they're, it's great no matter where you're playing. But fuck, it was born. Like tactical, uh, role playing is so perfect for the Switch. Yeah, I, I, I think I can see why this was a DS series for so long. Like it is pick up and play. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it but makes then, so much sense on its portable. If you if you go back and watch videos of like the Wii one and stuff like mm. that, and I think they even made a GameCube one. Like I just can't imagine playing that on the TV. It would just be especially on like a, a GameCube era was four by three, yeah, like totally. CRT television. Like that would just be fucking painful. It was so fun, man. I played it like fifty fifty handheld, I think, and docked. Docking was you know fun. <laughs> Love to dock. <laughs> Quote me on that, but yeah, man, what a what a fucking game! It, it it is up there for me. 
Yeah, but I've just uh, jumped. Like the, the, it's so cool that it was t- took you by surprise. It was a game that you weren't even going to buy until yeah. Like, remember, the day I was off. like, "Fuck, you know what? I'm going to go in on this. Just risk it." And bought one of those like Switch vouchers for the two games, and um, made good on my second game this week actually with Astral Chain. So have you played much of that already? Yeah, I'd say I'm like four hours in, four or yeah, five right, hours cool. in. Yeah. This is a new one made by Platinum Games. who made previously made Bayonetta and uh, Nier Automata. Automata. Yeah, yeah. So what's the deal? Why is this uh, Nintendo only? Or well, why they have is a Nier long Automata? history with like Platinum, like. Well, have, Bayonetta is... Bayonetta, you know, they, they actually did a lot of Wii U stuff. Um, they did Star Fox Zero for, for Nintendo. Oh, that's which right. Is Fuck. One of the, the less worst, said about the that, the better. I, I, I read an article like revisiting that um, recently. How was that? Because I was one of the idiots that bought that double pack that came with like Star Fox Was it like the worst which, controlled game ever? So like, it's just absolutely inexcusably shit. Now, what was it? You could look at the screen and get a third person view, but the Wii U controller was you, Yeah, you like had to look at the person? gamepad and the... And the, and the TV screen Which at, works at the same on a time. DS better. It yes, doesn't, definitely. It's not as good. No, I mean, yeah. it's still not ideal, but at least your, your eyes focus the yeah, exactly. is the same. But to go from the television to that and your focus, that's... that's that, so you made like broad fun. movements and that was motion? reflected on the... Uh, I'm no, using like, motion no, controls? Like, like one of the... I can't remember what... Like, one of the, the movements of one of the sticks mm. was you, you, you would see on the TV screen and the other one you would see like more more... Well, like intricate axis, Y axis, things. That, uh, it was aiming. That's right. So you moved. Uh, you move. That's right. It was a fucking motion. So you moved. With I'm the using sticks motion on the TV, and then you moved with motion controls. So you had to that's hold. So fucked. Yeah. How like, demonic. Like it's a cool idea for like a party game that lasts. Ten not minutes a for an actual ga- oh, campaign. That was, that was a shockingly bad game. But they did near. I wonder who's, huh? who's at fault for that. They also did a um, the wonderful 101, which is a really yeah. Great that was Wii a launch title on Wii U that I wish would come to Switch because I never finished it. And, it was and that was kind of like. Yeah, there was like superheroes, right? That was another. That was another weird apology era of Nintendo when um, they, they just kept saying sorry. It was like if you buy Mario Kart Eight, you can get a free game. And yeah, I got Pikmin you, Three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was so funny. They don't say sorry anymore. They go, "Sorry, we're out of stock." Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, jumped in on Astral Chain, which is man, it, it's a blast to play a game like this on Nintendo. On a Nintendo console, I'll say. Apparently, it looks fantastic, right? It looks amazing. The art style is incredible. It's like cell shaded polygon. You're like a cop, a Japanese cop. Yeah, monsters. I'm getting like, I didn't play it, but I'm getting like Cybernauts vibes. It's like a cyberpunk city, uh, you know, non disclosed Japanese location, I assume. But it's got such sick world building, such an awesome original mechanic, and just it feels different to play this on a Nintendo console. This would have been like, if this was a PS4 game, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. But to play like a new IP that isn't like starring a Mario brother, be it Luigi or Mario or like a re, you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, totally. Or like a, a another entry in like a Fire Emblem or another entry or whatever. It just it feels insane to play this kind of mature oriented action beat 'em up game, but also with like detective work, <laughs> Oriental game. Uh, <laughs> Hope you don't have any family because you're going to love it working here at my Oriental company, the video game <laughs> factory. But no, you know what I mean? It just, it feels so strange. Yeah. The Switch has been great, but it's been kind of like a Steam port machine or a lot of it. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Oh, no, or, it is, it's a great opportunity to play some older games on, on a handheld Or it's also system. been, yeah. uh, you know, indie Indies Paradise. Yeah. And... You know, some predictable Nintendo big tempo releases. 
or but, yeah, but not, not not that much in the way of second and third party support. So yeah, this is like a you know this is a second party game. Is it well no third party game? Well, published by Nintendo. Published by Nintendo, yeah. so second yeah. party, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that shit works, but a new IP on a, on, I mean, on the console. They, I think they, it's because f- they published the Marvel one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're publishing right. Dragon Quest Eleven as well. So, so this feels are, like Nintendo really are making these like big moves to get a more diverse. Line yeah, of, and of it's, it's awesome it. just playing it. I know that sounds like a backhanded compliment, but it's like this feels like a game I'd play on PS4. Yeah, right. But it's awesome, man. It's so fun. Combat took a while, like a little bit to get my head around, but once you get the hang of it and like having these, um, fuck, what are they called? Legions, those like robots you've got chained to you type yep. of thing. It gets Astrally. so sick. It's awesome. Yeah. The design's awesome. The universe is sick. There's all these like, it's a bit like um, Fire Emblem in the sense where you go back to your like HQ in between missions and like you chat to everybody and some people ask you to get stuff and you learn about all the different characters working in the police station. Yep. But also a cab, so you know I'm, I'm torn. <laughs> no, if you're a cop listening to this, just what's good. <laughs> but also a cab. Um, we actually have we have cop cop listeners on, Do we? on our Patreon. Just so like, you guys are the good ones. Yeah, I take back saying a cab. <laughs> you guys are cool. You said it three times. You can just take back saying one of I'd actually stood for Angus can't absolutely ball bullet. Yep. <laughs> Zinger. Um, so before we uh, move on from games to uh, to movies, um, who did you marry in Fire Emblem? People oh, I married um, best girl Petra. Petra, best girl. That um, that lovely foreigner from from the land of Bridget with the, with the face paint. Uh, it's a tattoo. Oh, cool. You learn later in the game. You chat to her. She has another one, and she's like, "Would you like to see it? It's on my body." Our friend Tommy Dasolo and uh, his co-hosts uh, from Filthy Casuals were invited to a Gears of War event this week. Oh yeah, tell me about that. It was and like sponsored by an energy drink, which sounded of amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a massive, very Xbox. Event. I can't believe we didn't go. Uh, I don't think they did it in Sydney. I don't remember they did. No, but I mean, I can't believe we didn't go. Still to melbourne yeah okay for a gears of war launch <laughs> they're all going but the, the the big draw is there's a tattoo artist there that's right i and, did see that and if you want to permanently put gears of war art on you very you can. cool very very cool that's so weird. yeah that's incredible people are just fucking bonkers when it comes to events yeah i mean i yeah. dj'd a, a, a jeans party last night no like tattoos. dna or like denim yeah that'd be great a genealogy fight. That'd be well. sick. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, like yeah, Man Twenty Three or whatever new. it's called. That site where you spin in a jar and they tell you people you've love got that. like a percentage. They of, love giving money to podcasts. They're like, um, let's get some gene money. Yeah, it's a rot, and plus they keep your DNA. And what which, do they do with it? God only Cloning knows. You. Yeah, I'm a ghost. You know they can't get me. I'm not giving my shit out. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking more about video games in PayFam this week. I want to go through. Oh, what else are we talking about? Well, it's an insane. Rest oh of the year. yeah, yeah, yeah! And I want us to go through and work out how many. Yeah, man, games I'm gonna have to. We're gonna try and schedule play. in some time. Because fucking Final Fantasy VIII came out today. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to try and play that, but I also haven't finished Final Fantasy VII. Seven. It'll be. You I'm, know. I'm so far behind when it comes to Fire Emblem, so mm-hmm. I want to finish those. Um, but uh, I've, I've finished quite a few games this year. I'm yeah, well like, done, bro. myself. Me too. I've, I finished stacks, but mostly like my smaller guys. I'm cooking lunches to take to work, and I'm finishing a lot of games. I'm being very <laughs> like good and frugal. <laughs> Uh, Angus and I spent about half an hour before we recorded this um, listening earlier to today. Emo rap. Listening to emo rap, but more importantly, um, watching you make eggs. Uh, also, um, talking about life insurance and health insurance. Oh yeah, home and contents insurance. Yeah, guess G- which guess of- which one of us <laughs> doesn't have any. I don't buy into private health, but I'll do that on my own uh, personal podcast um, later. That is sponsored by Medicare. It's called Who Needs You? 
It's called Come On Man. Maybe when I'm older. <laughs> but not now. So yeah, we'll be talking about uh, more games. Uh, in, Actually, uh, I think that private in healthcare in Australia is in a lot of trouble. I was reading last week. I mean, I'm fine. My no, I don't good. mean you. I mean the, the, the system. I think it's in a lot of trouble. I think there's something to do with money and Assault. The, the government might have to step in to start helping it or something because there's an alarming Your amount of younger money. people that don't um, have it or something and something to do with... Because of your mentality like yours. Well, we don't need it. I don't need it. For a person with no dependables who's very healthy... Um, I mean, there we go. Look, yeah, there's all this like... It was in I mean, the you, news. you had to bring a special pillow to sit with... Uh, so you could record a podcast. At my oh yeah, house. that's that's because I have like spinal damage, which isn't covered by right yeah. by, by private health. <laughs> um, you the money that goes in, I think you're just paying for like old people at the end of the day. <laughs> Mainly, I think it was like discovered. Well, recently. no, it's like private health. We got a private health insurance because um, we had a, a baby, and so you want. Oh yeah, like private hospitals. You, you've is done the best that. For that shit. Uh, also, you get free dental. I'll, I'll look into this Op- later. Optometry. It's Private health insurance woes escalators, premiums, out-of-pocket costs rising. I mean... Also, to our American <laughs> listeners, like, even private, even, private, even health, private health insurance is... is uh, so cheap. Here. It's cheap here. <laughs> it's an option here. You don't need it, no. but it is preferable for some. Like, yeah, my, 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 uh, my father-in-law, who I mentioned a few weeks yes. ago, had a massive brain, How is he? brain injury. Is he right? He's recovering, but uh, he's, he, they, they went entirely public. And I Which house make... did he pick in Fire Emblem during his recovery? <laughs> What did he get? I haven't asked which one. Which, I yeah, I, I assume he married Petra because that's that's when he woke up. <laughs> nice, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's been crazy to see how amazing the public health system is in Australia. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just keeping care of business here. Um, we're gonna talk get about at, get at us in the Discord. Have you got private health in Australia, or are you uh, dependent on that? Are you a rogue? Are you are you an assassin type like Angus? Yeah, are you a ghost? <laughs> I'm, my goal is to be a ghost and I'm in the haunting. Angus, Angus Protocol. I want no one to know where I've... Yeah, seriously. You want to be quiet. Basically. Was she a ghost? Uh, I guess everyone in Metal Gear is, is Are you allergic ghost. to clothes? Unfortunately for you, yes. No, I'm not. I'm wearing clothes right now. I've got a hoodie on and some shorts, socks, shoes, Thanks, underwear. Appreciate it. And t-shirt. Yeah, and a hoodie. Maybe overdressed. And your hair's still pink. It's still pink. For those wondering. Yeah. If they could, I mean, you can hear it in your voice. It's very the twisted. Man, a man of pink hair. Oh, Twisted. That gives me an oh, idea of what to talk, of talk about next. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, so uh, they broke they broke the, uh, the floodgates. They, they broke the floodgates. They opened the floodgates. They broke them first and then said, well, they broke and we may as well open it up to the... The most twisted movie of our generation, Joker. After Suicide. Well, Suicide Squad previously held that title. Starring Joker... Phoenix. Leto, yeah. Um, Joker, mm. the Joker with, like, you know what I mean? I'm spelling it with a J. It's, and it's for somebody Q-R. who's not good at spelling, which is neither of us. Hard name to spell. Joaquin, the Joker, and then Phoenix. It's just kind of a Phoenix lot of is easy. Well, you've got to know where you know. Some Your people might, yeah, sure. might know whether where the E goes. Or I just the o. mispronounced phonetics. Um, ironically, so yeah, very hard for you to spell. The yes, the. Hangover for <laughs> maybe it's a prequel to the Hangover. Well, so I also in in PayFam I want to talk about Todd Phillips and his uh, filmography. Filmography. I was going to yeah. say Uvra, Uvra, but I know I don't. That's another word. Again, another. The, they're going to have a field trip in the Discord with uh, words you ain't saying. Actually, I saw a tweet the other day that reminded me of us. It was I used to. It was like I. Le- I think it was a person that basically said I. Le- I learnt a lot of words um, from reading and didn't know how to pronounce them and felt embarrassed, but now. Um, I don't at all because I hear it a hundred times a week on every podcast. <laughs> Basically saying we're all idiots, which is kind of true. Yeah, yeah. And we're all think what we're saying is right, which is also true, but also fact. Um, so yeah, Todd Phillips, obviously a long history of being a comedy director. Um, and then he directed a... Due Date. No, did he do Due yeah, Date? Yeah, Due Date. We're going to go through all these movies because I actually worked out that I've seen all of them. I haven't seen any. I think I've seen two. I can describe the Did you see War Dogs? No, that's the one movie of his that I haven't seen. Which would, sounds like I should see it. A, a dark, it's a dark comedy crime film. Starring. Biographical. Starring. This is why I should see it. Um, it's Jonah Hill's answer. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit. Oh my God, look at that hilarious poster. Jonah Hill and then... And um, it was big and, Jonah and Hill and too. Mr. Mr. Fantastic himself. <laughs> Miles. Uh, yeah. Miles Teller. Whiplash Fantastic. Brad, Bradley Cooper's in there too. He was one of the producers as and well. And then Big Cooper's pretty tight with uh, T. Phil. I might watch this this week. This sounds cool. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, Todd Phillips directed the Joker movie. They, they screened it at a bunch of film festivals. And just last Remember last hearing Friday about it morning. two years ago? Just going, there are rumors that Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips... and. Every time... And Scorsese's and, involved. And, and, just, De and then De Niro was yeah. cast. And then it just didn't seem real. Yeah. And it I, sounded to me, who's a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan, probably my fa- like top three favorite actors ever. I was just like, this sounds too good, but also such a knee-jerk reaction to... Anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. But to me, it just sounded like a huge... Initially, just like, oh, fuck, no one's seeing our $600 million movies that we're making. Well, they are, and they're terrible. 
what happens if we make one for like less than a tenth of the price with well, I mean, I think I think all the movie studios should be doing that. I think the, I, it's I, amazing. I, I wish that the MCU had more low budget. I mean, maybe that's what like, we'll get with Disney Plus. Genres. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, but it's a kind of a shame. It has to be releg- regulated relegated to a streaming service. Yeah, totally. And an eight part. But I guess that's the Disney fucking way to do it. Disney yeah. would never do this for starters. So yeah, Warner the closest Brothers- thing I guess is was it Logan. But this is even more. That's this not makes. Disney, but no. But I mean, this makes. I mean, then instance of this happening, of course, like yeah, a yeah. very popular money, um, money printing IP, taking kind of a slight. I mean, I think you'd you'd be better off comparing this to other comic book movies, not necessarily superhero movies. So like, um, sure. Sin City or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, or like a Punisher, even like the original. You know, like an R-rated Punisher right, or sure, Blade yeah. or something. But yeah, so this is the, a Batman-less Joker movie. Um, Though I'm sure the well, we Wayne's know Thomas, Thomas Wayne is in it. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so they, they, they allowed reviews to come out. They broke the embargo. On I mean, Friday the big thing with this week. movie was it's every everything about it before it came out. It seemed like Todd Phillips or Warner Brothers really wanted everybody to know that it was owed a lot of uh, of it so it owed a lot of debt to the 70s new wave films of specifically Scorsese yes the taxi so like Mean Streets Taxi Driver King of Comedy have you seen King of Comedy yeah yeah Yeah. which I just it's so you know beating you over the head with its King of Comedy-ness with the fact that De Niro is now playing like a Tonight Show host yeah exactly as opposed to the fan of one and even the colour schemes the you know on on the set for that show the red suit Yep. which is such a big detour from the Joker's <laughs> the traditional era, uh, purple suit, but yeah, such yeah. a you know that's when I think of King of Comedy, I think of the red suit uh, and all the, like the promotional art. So I like the aesthetic, I like the costume change. Well, that trailer hit like remember, I hate that trailer. Well, the trailer hit like six months ago. What was it? How long ago did it hit? Oh, yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah, but to me, it made good on its promise. Whether I liked it or not, it's different. But I was like, oh shit, then they're actually this. This trailer seems to be what. Everything those murmurs in the in in the lead up were that this is like Walking Phoenix on one hundred. Yep. Um, separated from the the established continuity of the Snyder. <laughs> yeah, which I, I, I was I was always for. Which DC is such a good idea. Like, which is yeah. such a great idea. Um, I mean, the Nolan films were fantastic and have absolutely nothing to do with any other film. Or, imagine oh, if they were tarnished because they had to tie into something. Imagine if, if imagine if Henry Cavill was in the last shot of like. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises, therefore, <laughs> which it? doesn't make any sense because uh, Ben Affleck. Is, yeah, no, totally. But imagine yeah. if there was some like, or like, um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg was in it. On the, in I mean, Rises. it got it got close. Like, I, I even though it's so corny, I still love it. But like all of the Robin stuff in Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I think is, that's like a nice nod and interpretation. Like that's to me what I want in an adaptation. I want it not to be like, oh, I, there's nothing that I hate more than that didn't happen in the comics. Right. Like that yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that didn't happen in the comics. It's like, yeah, read the comic. This is an adaptation. Yeah. Like, and this, this seems <clears throat> to be... I'm, I'm referring mostly to like, you know, oh, why don't you, why don't you t- t- call me my real name? Robin. Robin. Like that was... Just Staring like, at the camera. Like, yeah, yeah. But then I loved like him discovering the cave and shit. Yeah, that it was, was nice. Best. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a you know, th- that whole series was about the symbol of Batman and anyone can be Batman type yep. of thing. Like kind of similar to like a Spider-Verse. Like, well, I'll watch that again this week. Spider-Verse yep. or Dark Knight Rises? Spider-Verse. Such a fucking masterpiece. Uh, but still, Joker just seemed to be this... I, I, I kept thinking of it as basically a, like a purposeful 180 from its announcement to get away from 
the monstrosity and like negativity that's surrounding the DCEU, which still isn't its real name. But from the get-go, we heard standalone um, R-rated character study, which just sounded like why, this is so rare in this era. This is what should have been happening. This is what DC should have done from the get-go, I think. Instead of trying to copy. Just that notion. That, yeah, 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 instead of trying to do a quick catch-up, like a can I copy your notes version of the yep. MCU. Can we turn the Superman sequel into everyone introducing the Justice League? Which is no. Know? And the answer was no. It was yeah. fucking disgusting. It's such <laughs> an amazing... The fact that movies still exist is amazing. It's just, you know, it's it's such a... Um, it'll be it'll be like a, a, a forewarning for people who try to get ahead of the game. You know what I mean? Like totally. a, But yeah, this, this, this Joker movie that... Look, I... The Joker of the last 10 years in particular has taken such a like... Ter- not terrible, but has been repurposed by, like, meme culture, internet culture to, you know, like... Incel, incel culture, Basically, yeah. like, describing incel culture. Mm. Um, He's Peppy, the frog. He, honestly, yeah. So, I was, you know, I, I, I've always liked the character, one of my favourite comic book characters. I know you're, you're not one of yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I love... There are a few versions of him that I, I thought Greg Rucker wrote a really, really great Joker when he wrote him in, like, uh, No Man's Land. Oh, yeah, No Man's Land's um, fantastic. And then, obviously, I love Heath Ledger's Joker. I love Jack Nicholson's Joker. Still the only but, day to uh, a comic book actor to win an Oscar. But I hate... I don't like the Killing Joker Joker. I like Mark Hamill's. Of course, yeah, that's excellent. Mark Hamill's is a, a terrific Joker. That's that, that's a great Joker, but I, I hated the comic book reaction to Heath Ledger's Joker as being like this symbol of anarchy and like you know so twisted. I, I find that really tiresome. Well, the culture around it, I found was like that. That wasn't the initial feedback when the film came out. That that came like five, six years later on, online. You know. Yeah, but I mean, um, like the the comic book interpretation of his character. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry. You I, mean I just, like when it fed back into? I comic like book I, I like a clown prince of crime. I don't like a like yeah. you know a symbol of anarchy. I'm open for different takes. But of course, it, yeah, I, yeah. I loved like I said Heath Ledger in, in like Heath was Ledger's but, was refreshing at the time. Yeah, definitely. In a, in a, in and, a world. and it suited that movie. Oh, it but suited then, the universe of Nolan. But 100%. then that, that's that's the version. That's pretty much the version of Joker we have. You know, he still wears like a a, a more like you know clowny suit. Yeah, but he is. You know, he's, he's, he's not the, pranking he's the, people. He's the worst, he's the worst of, uh, um, of, of Batman's foes because he just has, you know, he'll kill everybody just to, just to make, it, make himself laugh. Yeah. Uh, and I, hate, I find that really boring. Mm, sure. I like a clown prince of crime. Yeah, I think there's room for both and different interpretations. I mean, I, in general, I like, I like bank heists more than I do murder sprees. So. Me, on the other hand, yeah. I like mixing the two together, you know? Well, good thing you get both in The Dark Knight. I mean, it opens with that. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it just seemed like such a, you know, post-Jared Leto That's, Joker. Yeah, that, is, that was the epitome of like, oh yeah, I fucking hate this character. And I, and that I hate was the people that wrong. worship yeah. this character. And so when this movie, Joker, was announced, I was just like, man, I hate Joker. That was like the studio taking notes. It, it seemed like David Ayer of the studio were taking notes from the culture surra- surrounding post Heath Ledger Joker. You know what I mean? As opposed to informing it. Which I, isn't necessarily better, but it was almost like they were taking notes. I from- like to think that they that the filmmakers of Suicide Squad read the Sony leaks from Spider Man and said, "How can we do what? How, what can we do to make this worse?" Pilates, than these, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like the worst interpretation of a character, by, an established character, ever. performed by one of the worst actors of our performed generation. by just one of the worst people yes, of our very generation. True. Yeah. Um. So this 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 you know this just from its get go was kind of like oh okay, wow this is either like extreme damage control or Joaquin Phoenix, who, you know, turned down Doctor Strange, turned down a lot of comic book movies, 
really found something in Todd Phillips of all people's vision. <laughs> yeah. And for better or for worse, this has happened. The movie's out. It got a, what, a, like an eight-minute standing ovation at the Which Venice Film ridiculous, Festival. ridiculous, but... <laughs> I mean, look, a lot of old Italian people at these movies, upper echelons of society. I mean, they probably clap at a picture of spaghetti for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, I know IGN has, like, the, you know, people... They're renowned for giving extremely high scores to almost everything, but when it comes to movies, they're actually quite critical of... Um, Jim Vader, their main critic, is actually quite critical of... Of superhero movies And so It was bizarre to me Like the first review Out the gate was IGN's 10 And they gave him A 10 out of a 10 Did never Did they always give 9 point somethings I think they've so seen like A 10 once stuff. Yeah I mean Breath of the Wild Got a 10 Yeah Things like, things like that But uh Who is the reviewer? Jim Viveda Right He's been their Entertainment editor for years And what is quite critical of Like you know he, he's, he's not my favorite writer Or reviewer But like he is Right I didn't know uh, what the Often to the point Where I disagree With his low, lowest scores For like he gave like Civil War like a 7 Or something Sure like Um But yeah, I I, uh, I was just like, what the fuck? Ten out of ten for this movie, mm. and I feel I feel like for a, at least an hour, all of the reviews were completely positive, mm. and then we had suddenly coming out like like the Time review was very critical of the Roger Ebert dot com, not Roger Ebert. Let's let's get that out there. He is dead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Someone told me that like Roger Ebert said back. this, and I'm like, he didn't. He's he did. been dead for like five years. His website, someone masquerading. <laughs> As Roger Ebert. Um, yeah, but it seems to have, you know, I think it's like 90 or 80 something on Rotten Tomatoes based just on critical reviews, um, which is way more than I maybe anticipated. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, even though, like, the, the, the movie looks like it, it like, you know, cin- cinematography is, is great, the set design is great, the cast is clearly excellent. Like, I love Daisy Beats, I love Brian Tari Hill from Atlanta. Are you um, a walk-in, Matt? Are you? And I love, I love walk-in yeah. Phoenix, you know, like, I, I, her is I'm one walk of her movies. I'm walking here. That'd be a great, the master, great uh, movie. Here. I'm walking here. Sequel to I'm Not There. Yeah. I've, had, you know, I've never seen the, I'm Not There. Is that good? Uh yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I think it's, uh, it sucks now when you learn that, like, Casey Affleck was raping people during it. <laughs> Fuck that kind of sucks. Why couldn't well, you no, just make an indie suck. game? Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, lo- I love Walking Phoenix. He's awesome. Mm. But I just, the, you know, the shots of him literally twisting his body to be this twisted character. Um, I'm into that. He's, he, he had a physical transformation. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Like just, as an actor. I, it, you know, I, I guess I, I saw the trailer and I could kind mm-hmm. of put the plot together and I was like, oh, I don't want to see this kind of movie. Sure. So to hear that it is like, you know, like it is like, you know, this misunderstood man who goes mm. on a crime rampage. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe the payoff will be more interesting than that. But, sure. Uh, I, I don't agree with um, the overall uh, thought that this movie is irresponsible yeah, for, that, for, for, for portraying a character that The reviews you mentioned earlier, that seems like, to be the big... A lot of people saying this is going to be a dangerous film in the wrong hands. And you and I were saying before, and I, I, I just find that such a piss... That's like the video games are doing school shootings. Yeah, of course. To me, yeah. it's like, no, no, like stories of bad people have been around forever. I mean, fuck, man, the Bible. <laughs> There's a character called Satan in it. Haven't read it. Haven't watched the movie either, but I'm pretty sure he's a bad dude. But I mean, Bible. like, you know, I mean, the, the criticism seems to come that like... It's a celebration. Joker doesn't really have a re- like. He, he's re- he's not so much redeemed, I mean, but you don't want but, a redemption arc. He's but a fucking villain. But I mean, like he never really like the the, the film empathi- empathizes empathizes 
Empathizes. Empathizes. <laughs> empathy. With, with the him. film has empathy. With, with him for, for a majority of the movie. Does it? I think or is that, that, that well, I mean, a, that's what Some reading. reviews kind of suggested that, and that's where well, they were angry. Like sure. That, that it will almost encourage... Maybe in the wrong hands, sure, but I mean... I can imagine a girl watching this seeing... Apparently, like, he's quite... Like not gross, but like creepy towards Daisy Beats' character, mm. and like uh, you know he's a bit of a fucking uh, what's the the like reply guy, reply guy, yeah, uh, uh, kind of vibes. And I can see like you know that being like a, a, a girl's worst nightmare. Yeah, that maybe no- I mean the- knowing that this is going to have a Tyler. Tyler Durden esque effect on the worst men have to offer yeah. the world. I mean that's that's the other thing. Like yeah, the movie is about the one of the worst known villains in, of course, yeah, in yeah, history. Totally. So like, I, I'm not a fan of movies being blamed or encouraging. I think like, you know, systems in society should be available to people who are feeling, you know what I mean? Like they, they need, like don't blame the movie. 99% of people watch this movie and not shoot up a school yeah. or be a creep, but in the wrong hands. Sure. But you know, there's tales always about people like this i mean look at like some of the biggest like pop culture books or movies or tv shows not an anti-hero like about a downright bad person but you know in i read them i read american psycho i saw you know clockwork orange red clockwork orange just you know so fire club all in my teenage years yeah but christian bale's character in american psycho is not like you, you the, 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 he's the, not someone you're supposed to like the he's movie, a bad exactly. person Whereas well that's I what i'm like, saying yeah. these people are bad people you, they are a forewarning. They are a, like you read the book, and it's like these aren't good people. This is what happens when bad people go bad and stay bad and are unchecked. Like, I, just, I, I really hope that like this movie isn't trying to make you understand why Joker does the things he does, and like it's society's fault or whatever. Like if if that's no, the narrative, I, 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 I'm I'm a pass. I mean, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Of course, it, but I'm hoping it I'm shows going... that. I read the positive reviews. I read the negative reviews. Yeah, you know, I read both too. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that it's, it's you know these sure society can influence a person, but it comes down to the person and how they deal with these problems that informs the you know their decision to take a path. Yeah, you're you're wholly responsible for like your actions. You can't blame society. Like it's not called jokers. Like it's about one person who is making a series of decisions i'm hoping of course yeah that yeah. becomes and also it's an origin story for like i just it's so dumb to expect that there's like a hopefulness in this like you know what this it's like star wars episode three i don't want hope like no i don't want hope i want to show someone like I, I i'm i'm fine with the idea of a movie with a guy you know if this wasn't a comic book movie about the joker i wouldn't be interested in the film to me what's so interesting is the fact that this is like a huge studio making an r-rated movie about a guy becoming the joker by like one of the best living actors at the moment inspired like free of continuity it's just such a 180 on the norm at the moment if that if it wasn't any of this i wouldn't care if this movie came out 10 years ago i wouldn't care as much either but i think just it's coming out at a time in where you know there's a three marvel movies a year with it's basically like a television series by now we've and we love those but it is love those two things i just think this could hopefully open the door for you know and I get starting with the Joker because it's the most recognizable, you know, IP yeah, besides yeah. a hero. We're not going to get, get that. King Tut. 
you're not going to get Polka Dot Man. Where's the, 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 the spot dude? Yeah, Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a Spider-Man villain. Oh, it's Sp- yeah, but... Crazy Quilt? It is Crazy Quilt. But it is a... Sh- yeah, I, I think that, you know... Condiment Man? There's going to be a lot of discourse around this film in the road ears. Yeah, I just like... I, 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 as, a, as like someone who still reads, you know, even though I've cut down, I still yeah. read a lot of American comic books. And I, and, I, and Batman, for a time, was my absolute favorite mm. comic book series. Um, and I... I I'm not ready for yet another decade and another decade after that of Joker glorification in, in, in my media. Yeah. But the main thing that um, I took, like the main positive that I took from the reviews yeah. was that like, you know, the whole kind of fun thing about Joker and one of the things I actually do like about The Killing Joke by Alan Moore and Dave Givens is that um, he is... He doesn't really have an origin story, and his, apparently this stays true to that. Where it's, it's I want I want ambiguity, you. and I want him. I to want be American un, un, Psycho, where you're kind of like, is he actually doing any of this stuff, yes. or is yeah, he yeah. imagining? And it? so the, the suggestions that that those elements are in the movie that makes fantastic. Me, that gives you promise. So yeah, I look. I think to blame media for somebody for doing like a mainstream film for people doing bad things, like Call of Duty for shooting up schools, is like terrible way to deal oh, with a crisis stupid, especially when and i know there's yeah. going to be a lot of discourse saying that this film is about that but i mean and especially when like it's american gun culture to begin with that 100%. inspires these characters and these video games it's yeah. like you know you, you but like you can watch these films as a teenager as a child as an adult and walk away with your own informed decisions like it would be such a mis- i would basically what i'm trying to say you know but angus some people are fucking dumb well that's about to say but it would be such a shame if like a few rotten eggs New to filmmaking. I mean, it will sto- absolutely happen. Yeah, I don't think they were new the to film filmmaking is necessarily and storytelling. Yeah. No, it's the systems around the film. Of it's, course. Yeah. it's it's public health. You know, this ties should- into what we we're talking about earlier: mental health facilities, um, education of how to treat people. Need, education like that, that of South Park. You know, dressing. Adolf Hitler was a very naughty man. One hundred percent. Like you know, that's it, it'll be a shame if like this. What is I guess kind of experimental? Not really, but experimental for a big studio making a low budget you know, triple A's like actor, not movie star, but actor um, led comic book film, which we know isn't tied into anything. It would be shit if this was the end of it because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. and, and people then get scared to go, oh, we better not do that. Let's do. Actually on the, on the Hitler note, like, and, and you can tie it into this. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone is upset that this movie is going to inspire some absolutely shitty takes and, 100%. and, and bad, uh, Bad, just badness in general from from the worst men in the world who are going to try and be like their hero Joker, but that's not necessarily the filmmaker or Joaquin Phoenix's fault. In the same way that Taika Waititi's um, yeah we, Jojo we, Rabbit, Jojo Rabbit, we got a new trailer for that today. It looks really fun. Looks really mm. great. Taika Waititi plays Hitler. That is absolutely going to inspire hundreds upon thousands of kids to dress as Hitler in Halloween. One hundred percent. And that's not Taika Waititi's fault. No, it's not. It's it. it you are responsible for your actions, and if you blame populist media like video games and a comic book movie i think that's just like just so detrimental uh, you know i'm guilty of like like i hated rick and morty for a while because of the fan reaction to like the source and shit like that but and, it's then, not- and now i'm like I, I think i'm ready to watch that third season and really enjoy it i, I love it's, the it's, first a, it, two, it's so, like, a great season yeah yeah it is it is shit when uh, a silent uh, sorry uh, a vocal minority can really fuck things up for you yeah, absolutely, and then I think that and that vocal minority, like you know, it ties in. That, that's why cancel culture is so fucking bad, because like, it is a vocal minority. It, it, it is, it, and people like you know, yeah, it, that, that vocal minority is so fucking loud. Yeah, I, I it yeah. would just this movie is coming with so many. They, you know, it is a dangerous in inverted commas movie to make in the first place. I think, but I, 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 I still, think it's going to be the movie will pre. I reckon will be fine. I'm probably going to like it more than I think I'm going to like it, mm. but uh, yeah. 
I'm I I I would watch Joaquin Phoenix act the fuck out of any movie, and I do. Haven't What's watched his, all these films. You watch Gladiator. Yeah, of course I watch Gladiator. Gladiator is amazing. Rusty. Um, but the the fact it's this it, is such a it just blows my mind that Todd Phillips is making this movie. And I'm still not like saying I'm going to love it or I'm a fan, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. It's, it's a, what it's, this it's movie cool will stand for, and then I don't mean it in like uh, society, we are society, or twisted side. But what this movie stands for is it like putting faith, much like I was saying with Kojima, putting faith in people to do you know left of center, AAA things, which I think is extremely important for art making, especially now in this. You know, as much as we we love a lot of the stuff Disney do, it is dangerous that one studio owns. Oh, absolutely! They see everything, and it's just so nice to see a decision like this being made and refreshing. That's like, yeah, we're going to make a movie about a Joaquin Phoenix who's a shitty stand-up comic who maybe kills a lot of people in a movie. That Disney would not do that. No, and the culture around comic book movies would not do that. This this is like could be a breakthrough moment for a genre that you know is fucking comic books who cares but also the genre that we like and that you and i talk about on this podcast i'm kind of excited to see if it's a breakthrough moment and just opens the floodgates for so many cool one-off interpretations or imagine like if they were like fuck it let's do a bunch of like batman centric um movies set in this same time period with the same time even if they don't have like like they have motifs, maybe a few returning characters that it's not like necessarily. You're having sequels, like a dent like, movie or something. Like yeah, this, totally. this crooked. Matt, do you know what would be so sick, man? Getting motherfucking. This is such a dream. Like Mikey Keaton for Batman 3. <laughs> How good would that be? Yeah, it's great. How would it just be to do like, yeah, we're doing another movie set in the like Burton verse? Not necessarily needs Tim Burton involved. Please don't involve Tim Burton. <laughs> would it be Johnny Depp as Batman? But oh, yeah, Jesus. like. Just, it'd be so sick to just see these one-off experiments that have kind of been relegated to like DC's animated universe. Although actually, I guess. now that I'm like, oh, maybe Helena Bonham Carter would be a pretty fun Catwoman. <laughs> now get, get, get Michelle. I mean, all right, get all the original. So man, get people back. Okay. Get, get so them. Yeah, I love that you're going like, yeah, do new things. Also remake. No, but like as a one-off. <laughs> like just as a, yeah, and yeah. then go, okay, that was an experiment and yeah. take bits of, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I am just still bamboozled this movie exists, that it's by Todd Phillips and that it got like an eight-minute standing ovation <laughs> and is being well-received. Those are some tired hands after eight minutes of clapping. Yeah, but I'm not surprised at the discourse around it. I, You know, my heart does break a little every time I see a Heath Ledger Joker meme because that was such a... Think of, think of the state of films and comic book portrayals up until that point. Well, stop sharing them with me then. <laughs> I'm also wholly responsible. <laughs> yeah. But no, I too feel I feel nothing and I'm the clown prince of this podcast. So I'll keep on sending them to you. I'm the clown prince of Southern Hemisphere podcasting. That that's, that's goes without saying. Well, the movie comes out in a month. Obviously, we'll share our thoughts after we see it then. Yeah, well, we'll be... I'm not even going to share my thoughts on it, I think, because the internet's going to just be... <laughs> like, I'm going to... It's going to be a horrible place when it comes out. You can see every single take now. So you can see sides, yeah. people we know, you and I personally know their opinions. And it's like, fuck, imagine if you put this much energy into asylum seeking or something. But you're <laughs> talking of, no, but you're talking about. <laughs> we record a podcast th- of dumb and ain't shit. Yeah, but yeah, we, yeah. at least we know that. Like, yeah, at least yeah. that, at least that's what we say we do on the box. We're not just going to one day start. AFAM's now about asylum seeking. No, but at least, like, we've never, you know, not spoken about comic book movies. It's of kind course, of what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but a lot of people will be coming out of the woodwork to say they're two cents about a film they probably won't engage in or are aware of yeah, yeah it's, gonna be, a, a hellish it's gonna be a fucking hellhole i look forward to it everybody and also like let's not forget chris nolan's movie inspired someone to shoot up a cinema <laughs> 
Like, that's insane. Yeah. He dresses the Joker to do that too, right? Well, he says that, but the fuckwit had red hair. Like, he looked like the Riddler, if anything. <laughs> I've always had problems like with Jim that. Like Jim Carrey's Riddler. Like if I shot that, if, the, if I was at the Aurora that night, so please you, don't you best know sentence. I have green hair. Like oh, at least, okay. no, you know what I mean? Like okay. at least if you're going to be the Joker. I reckon me and everyone else listening thought you were going to go somewhere very different. <laughs> what did you, th- you think I was going to say? I don't know. Something- no, but if I shot up a place as the Joker, you'd, you'd best be sure I'd have green hair. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like don't, he had like orange hair and said he's the Joker. You, that's how you knew he was. See, they're the ones you've got to catch early. If someone's walking around with orange hair going, I'm the Joker, Call a fucking police officer immediately. Uh, call something. Call call everyone you know and tell them to stay indoors because that person is unhinged. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam, everybody. I've been Levins. He's been Angus. And we're going to do another episode of Hey Fam right now called Pay Fam. We're going to be talking about the other movies of Todd Phillips. I also want to talk about the other movies of Joaquin Phoenix. And I also want to talk about the other Joker. Oh, yeah. There's the been fucking... a big update on. Yeah, yeah. Some more Joker talks, some more Joaquin talks, some more Todd Phillips talk. And yeah. we're going to go through... What a packed year for the rest of the year is going to be. We're not a incel podcast either, by the way. And also, look, I've been te- I've been teasing this for a while. I might do my gamer chair. Let me do a few minutes. Oh yeah, I, I have no idea what this chairs. is. I'm excited. I just can't wait. So yeah. uh, head over to patreon.com slash HeyFam if you would like an extra episode of HeyFam every single week. This next one is going to be extra spicy mm. and it's the beginning of a new month, which is the best time for you to sign up to Patreon. Because it's you so get, good. You, you can rip like us four, off, basically. Yeah, you get four weeks of, 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 of all the content. You can you torrent can, them. You can, you can do what burn, you want. You can burn through all of the PayFams. Yeah. Thanks, Siri. It's 5 a.m. Um, in London, England. Uh, and then uh, once the month's over, you can, if you don't like us anymore, you can just fuck off and that's even your five bucks done and dusted. But uh, I reckon, that, I reckon, that shit. I reckon PayFam is a quality product. Oh, I've also got a lot to talk about. Um, an update on the Venn diagram that is EDM and RCD. eating. Fuck! That's what I wanted to spend... All of this episode. Well, that's what we're doing next episode. Okay, Flume. uh, Everyone was waiting for our take. Flume (laughs) ate a butt at uh, at at ADM festival on the um, over the weekend at probably fucking Burning Man. Uh, so uh, we're going to be talking about that, obviously. I cannot wait. Um, and also, um, if you don't want to pay for extra Angus this week, I'm going to have a plug because you would never do a plug. But no, I don't do plugs. You were on uh, a Triple J podcast this week on Richard uh, King's yeah. 2019 podcast, and it's really, really cute and sweet. Angus spends like 15 minutes talking about Kanye West and Brockhampton <laughs> with Richard Kingsmill, the, the long-standing music director of Triple J, who yeah. I'm sure at one point in your life was someone you look up to. Oh yeah, probably it, still is, obviously. It's an well, yeah, King. literally. Well, but, I mean, like you know, he looks up to me. I'm taller than him. Yeah, I mean. You know, when we were kids, like he was like this figure at Triple J that, like, you know, w- was responsible for all the music that we heard on the uh, totally on the. Actually, Tommy did a great tweet yesterday. Oh yeah, this is great. Richard Kingsmill being <laughs> responsible for Flume eating an ass. At I mean, it kind of is true. <laughs> it's so good. It's the it indirectly is so responsible. You did this, King. But uh, yeah, look up if you look up 2019 on mm. your podcast, you can find a, uh, the latest episode. Me being very earnest. I know. I wasn't. I was like, why isn't he talking about eating ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bisexual and eating hot shit. <laughs> yeah. Look, I just want to say once again that we're not, and I'm not pro incel. Everyone fucking knows it, Angus. No, now, I just want to say like now they're doubting you. I'm just saying like being worried about this movie is like watching American Psycho and going, you know what? I'm going to get into finance. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like fucking grow up. Like, <laughs> but it's a unfortunately, movie, you like idiot. people are going. To, I'm going to get into incels. That's how. That's how people are going to. Yeah, I'm but be an incel you know now. what? We let incels happen. Mom, the Dad, system's in I'm place. I'm an incel now. You know, they're, they're, we should be catching incels earlier is what I'm saying. Yeah. There needs to be better they have incel red protection. Hair, they're, they're, they're if you've got red incel. hair and they walk around in a purple suit, go indoors and call fucking anybody. Because, yeah. Patreon.com. Worst joker Patreon. cosplay ever. <laughs> multiple so reasons. <laughs> Number one, because you killed people. Okay. Well, Number two, not comic book accurate. <laughs> 
worst cosplayer ever. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your morning. Bye. Bye. Bam, 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 bam. Can you say really loudly? Hey, fam, this is Tilly. I did. N- nice and loud, very loud. One more time and then it's over. Then it's over. Wait, one more time, just nice and loud. Hey, fam, this is Tilly. Hey, Tilly, Tilly. I can't hear you. Say, hey, fam. Just, just say, hey fam. Hey fam. This is Tilly. This is Tilly. I love beans. I like beans. Say, I love beans. I love beans. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 Kia for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.